Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show. I am Louise Salas, your host on the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. And with me, as always, is my friend. If I am her yogi, she is my boo-boo, the Mixtress DC, Gina. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. That's like, that's really adorable. I call my kids boo-boos all the time, so I love See, that. and I didn't even know. I know you didn't know. That's, that's awesome. like, oh, no, that's good. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, what? And now I'm like, oh. Um, so I'm just going to stop all this nonsense right now. And why? And I guess shoot a little straight today because I am surrounded by some serious talent. And uh, I'm going to have to up my creative prowess game uh, and uh, take the advice from uh, some wise words from Nat King Cole, who once said, you better straighten up and fly right. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me why, Gina. Ask me why. Why? <laughs> because our next designated drinker is a very talented author and illustrator of not one, but two cookbooks. And that's no other than uh, Marcella Kreeble. It's true, hello. Uh, and I got the name right, me. right? You did, you yes. did. I often- That's the first. Yes. 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 Kreeble it is. Yes. yes. So um, tell us about, let's just jump right in here. Tell us about your books, the names, the inspiration behind yes. it all. Let's hear about it. I sure, all right. So uh, I have two cookbooks out out there, out in the world. In the um, world. They are illustrated cookbooks. They're a combination of art and food all in one. They basically narrate all these different recipes I learned cooking with people in their homes throughout my travels. Wow. So the first one is called Mi Comida Latina, and that is comprised of eight different countries, kind of Pan-American classics. And personally, it's kind of an ode to my 20s. It's yeah. all these different experiences. 20s. Yeah, backpacker yeah. style. Way back oh, then. Cooking with people, narrating all of these recipes in my sketchbook journal. And then from that content, I refined all these different recipes and created a cookbook that's comprised of over 100 recipes. Wow. So it's got cocktails. Cocktails. Duh. Um, <laughs> main dishes, sauces and sides and desserts but it's beautiful. and drinks but and it's lovely beautiful. um they're beautiful it's i wish i could convey over this podcast how pretty it is y'all just have to look at the pics don't but... worry i will put uh we'll put a link on the website okay. and okay. people will be able to find it and it, actually in the beginning of the if you read the intros to the podcast it'll be there as well done so yes. yeah each and every page has like a different composition in watercolor and pen and ink and first person account of how i learned the recipes as well as some history and origin of each dish. How did you learn most of the recipes? So I was a study abroad kid in Ecuador initially. Wow. Dated an Ecuadorian for about three years. And throughout that period of my life, we traveled a lot together throughout Latin America. Yeah. Um, then I moved to Washington, D.C. to pursue a career in museum stuff. So I was a museum installation stuff. tech for <laughs> two and a half years. Is so I was a, I was that, like a roadie that, for for exhibits. Is that like your uh, <laughs> is that like your title? My, my, my art installation tech or an art stuff. handler, as you as Ooh. you say, yeah, with the white gloves and stuff. There you go. Um, what was your favorite piece of art that you ever got to hold? Oh gosh, I actually had much more experience with artifacts. Like what? Oh, cool. I was I was I was helping to travel Martha Washington's earrings and wow. George Washington's dentures. <laughs> totally wild. Were they really made do of you, wood? Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you know what they were really made of? I, I do. I will they tell you they are not. They do are you not. know? I, so I, it was one of those little things that pop up and it's out of different animal teeth. Is that correct? Boom. 
<laughs> Different <laughs> animal teeth. We don't have sound effects on this. Yeah, so I'll make you them. Do, there you go. No, we do. It's called our um, best. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Gina. <laughs> hippopotamus ivory. Wow. Yeah. Totally wild. It's very smart though. Yeah, so if weird. you think about it, it's super, super smart. It's um, um it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of it was a you very rare material. Obviously, is more rare now. But uh, they thought that was the a number one, you know, material yeah. of the day. There you go. Make, it's fake teeth out of. Funny is, you know, with my my history as an art director, uh, it's, in, yeah. in advertising, a lot of people don't know what it is, and they thought that I did your job. I don't know how many times people mm. said, "Oh, so you work in museum? You move?" We're like, "No, no, I do yeah. not move art." <laughs> I love that job. So what happened though is I got laid off in oh. the conclusion of. Let's see, what was it? 2011. And so for the year of 2012, I took all these recipes that I explained that were kind of in this sketchbook journal, refined those, and produced the book. So I did a Kickstarter campaign to That's cool. bankroll the first self-published project. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so did you, when you were doing when you're doing all your travels and learning all these recipes, was this in your back of the back of your head that you wanted to do this? No. No, that's <laughs> it cool. was not. Um, it was definitely something that was very much a part of my natural art practice. I love to record what I learn and keep like a illuminated diary, you know, that's cool. if you will. So all these different doodles in the margins and stuff um, is what was the initial inspiration for the book. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that project was published after one year's time of selling it on my own. And then that publisher pitched the concept for my second book to oh, me, which cool. is called Comida Cubana. Um, here it is, A Cuban Culinary Journey. Oh, cool. Anyway. Tell them what you got to do, because what you um, do to do these books is just incredible. <laughs> it's a ton of different steps. It really is. Um, yeah. Initially, it starts with research, certainly, and very quickly does it move into interviewing and cooking with people in their homes so and traveling traveling and leaving the country an integral part of that yeah yeah, awesome. yeah um extensive travel i always try to go where i know people first you yeah. know and and that is certainly a shortcut into experiencing the most most authentic kind of um realm yeah. you know so a lot of the people i cook with are grandmas they're the ones that have the best recipes yeah, in my experience. Um, they have great stories. Uh, I'm also fluent in Spanish. I didn't I didn't mention that before. So that really helps. Yeah. That really helps. Yeah, I have no um, idea what that means. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. game fluency while I was in Ecuador. And so in terms of dialect, I speak Ecuadorian. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I know more of the local speak from that country so than, say, club? Uruguay, for example. Or yeah. Something. You do like um, an Ecuadorian like, pamphlet? That'd be cool. Yeah, it would. Find me a publishing contract. I know. Get on I, know. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I would love that. I think we should follow Sounds her with the podcast. Good. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did this amazing. Uh, her posts when she was in Cuba were unbelievable. I mean, like right. she stayed in this little tiny apartment. She was showing these pictures, and um, each one was like super uh, incredibly amazing, right? Like she was like this, like this little tiny apartment. She was like, putting out these incredible dishes and stuff on these like little tables, and everything was already there, and it was kind of like. It was awesome, yeah. really. That first time that I went to Cuba was March in 2016. And so I did most of my on-the-ground research throughout the year of 2016 and into 2017. Comida Cubana released in the conclusion of 2017. So I rented an apartment for a month, 
cooked with all my neighbors, some chefs that I had met via my Cuban fixer who became a friend, which is certainly. Amazing. Um, Cuban fixer. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a fixer. Well, let's cheers to the Cuban yeah, fixer. Cheers to the Cuban fixer. Thanks. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about this, this while we have, really quick. Yeah. So one thing I totally love this year, super easy, is um, rosé. All day. Not blush. Not blush wine. No. Yes, let's be very clear. <laughs> rosé, nice dry rosé. And uh, this is just uh, rosé, a little bit of uh, crushed ice and just fresh lime juice. Is that it? That's it's it. Beautiful. That's it. It's all it is. And you know. It's the prettiest damn pink there is. Yes. It is. But the crushed ice makes it, the crushed ice and a little bit of lime, like a big like quarter of ounce of lime juice with like uh, six ounces of the wine and a crushed ice. It's just really lovely. To like sip this time of year, you know, just kind of like when it's a little hot or if you yeah. live in a warmer climate, this is an all year kind of thing for you. Yes. Except Which, you got to invest in the rosé while it's available and not like when it's a couple of years old. Because I say we just go to St. Martin. It's there all yeah, year this round. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. All right. And how so about delicious. you? All right. What you got? So you um, did your second cookbook. You second know? cookbook. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it came out last November. Nice. So it's released nationwide all over the place you can get it on amazon if you want an autographed copy you can buy it on my website oh cool the and website what's that website website is marcellacreeble.com and don't worry if you Two didn't L's. catch this you can always there go to go. designated drinker and i'll have that link right there for you yes See? so no it's so if they misspell your name which i already did <laughs> it's they'll find Good. you gina so. calls me marcello which i've never really she, okay. forcefully corrected her which She's, is totally fine let's, let's back She's up from long island let's back up. in my world okay you're italian because I you know. have an italian name i so. spell it like the italian right she spells it like the italian so i pronounce it like you would an italian name yes and not this like you know version of an american name so you know i just do it the, i just doing it the correct order it's like my i have a daughter named uh um Jana, and everybody <laughs> calls her Gianna. Is that Gianna? I'm like, well, it's Jana, but it's cool, you know, whatever. And I understand because, like, it is that soft name. G, je, je. right? So, you know, it is what it is. And you'll always be my Italian little princess. <laughs> you're not at all. <laughs> Who speaks fluent Spanish? <laughs> yeah, so let's like, let's talk about let's so let's talk about something. She's like a living. She's like a living. Um, she's like a living. Uh, um, uh, artist, right? Which I totally appreciate. Well, I'm glad love. she's not a dead artist. Um, no, kind of a weird no, guest. no. I mean, like living. I mean, I mean, like a living wage, like working yeah, artist, right? That's I mean, awesome. like actually, I'm a hustler. It's true. yeah, but, <laughs> but like I feel like you know, it's really noble it to have you. something to do that, right? Because most people are like. You know, start an art career and be like, oh, I can't do this, and I'll go and do something else, yep. and then the art all of a sudden becomes like the passion that you had becomes something else, right? Yeah. Um, we met maybe like three oh years ago. I don't even know where we met, yeah. but you very quickly realized that I'm not just a cookbook author. That yeah. I'm first and foremost an artist and make a living as a visual artist primarily nice. by way of selling my art, doing events. I do some wholesale too, so I sell open edition prints and paper goods as well that feature all these different food-related yeah. watercolors. And if you're in the Washington D.C. area, you really should go down to her studio. She's down um, in Brooklyn at the Arts Walk. At the uh, Arts Walk, which is a really cool space um, for artists, but. Her studio is just like one of those places you walk in, it's like light and full of color and the watercolors are everywhere. So you're like, it's kind of washed over you. Yeah. So even if you're like one of those people that doesn't um, understand like uh, things that are beautiful, you have no choice but to observe what's around you. So like 
I kind of fell in love with her. And I was like, I'm like, we should do something together. <laughs> like a hundred times. I must have said it to her before we actually <laughs> did something together, right? Yeah. So, I mean, um, you tell us. We, you tell us yeah, you. we vibe. We get along, obviously. Yeah. The thing that I think is really fun that we can continuously collaborate on is food-related stuff. So, you walk into my studio and you're surrounded by everything from like a t-bone steak illustrated in watercolor to blueberries to mushrooms i love the mushrooms mushrooms, to the types of carrots and all kinds of stuff um so what has it been three years that we've been collaborating okay so i think it was may of 2015 is that true yeah 15. I, I'm terrible at math. Yeah, yeah. It's 15. No, you're right. It is 15 because we have like, like We've been third, through three yeah. summers. Yeah, this is our third summer. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I'll just go into what we do. Yeah, we, tell what we do. We do this thing called watercolor and cocktails every month. That's cool. Um. It's here at Union Market. If it's which good weather, we're out we at Suburbia. Which is where, exactly where we are today. It's true. Yeah, we're actually sitting outside yeah. Suburbia. It's beautiful today. So if you hear nice the birds summer. chirping... Because they're in the fig trees that you're surrounded by. No, figs are almost ready. Too. And they're eating, and they're eating all of the grapes that have been canopied into it. So, like, whatever. <laughs> so we're like sitting canopy, here on these picnic canopy, tables. Canopy. Canopy. Canopy is the food you eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, really, it's a canopy for them. Canopy of cor- corn grapes. Sorry. That's how you say it in Italian. <laughs> exactly. You're such a shit. <laughs> all right. All Meanwhile, right. back in all suburbia. Right, done. I got it. I deserve it. Um. If, you know, during the summer months and into the fall, we're out here doing our our concept we call watercolor and cocktails. So uh, people sign up on Eventbrite via my Eventbrite page. And when they come, they get a black and white version of an illustrated drink that Gina provides to me the week before or sometimes days before. <laughs> or sometimes I send it and I got inspiration like actually like a month before and then she forgets that I actually did that and then she texts me and exactly. says, where is it? So every single month we bring to life visually a different cocktail. So she sends me the recipe. I illustrate it in all of these different relevant themes. And so folks come, they get a black and white version, again, of that cocktail, a copy of my drawing. On watercolor paper. On watercolor paper. I give them the materials, and then I teach them some basic techniques in watercolor. And in theory, they can employ those ideas in their own practice that night. Nice. And along with that, you get that very cocktail to sip on. And then I muse them with an actual cocktail. So let's let's talk about this. So we just did a... um, Sorry, we're about to do a class uh, with a cocktail, and I, we made it for you. It's called a berry bramble. Yeah. So this is um, so a berry bramble could be any berries uh, that you want to use. Uh, this one has um, blueberry and um, uh, black raspberries because they're in season. A little bit of raspberry, and what it is is um, like one and a half ounces of gin, uh, three quarters ounce of lemon. Um, a quarter ounce of um, blueberry syrup, and it's shaken, strained over crushed ice, and then it's topped with creme de mur, and that is a blackberry liqueur, which I really, really love, and super delicious, and you just kind of drizzle it across the top, and um, things in France are amazing. So this is the cocktail that we're gonna do, and then you, you'll, you'll get the piece of art, and then you're, you get to see it live, so you know what the color should look like and what it tastes like, and then hopefully you complete, you become completely loose enough to do it. 
That's the concept. That right? is the concept. Yes. That so is the concept. You use your inhibition and just jump into the art. And exactly. Not, and, uh, uh, this uh, is art can be intimidating. Obviously, it's a very introductory kind of thing. So you know, you're co you come, you get the black and white illustration. So it can be as technical as you want. So as you know, a watercolorist myself, I'm there on site to give you one-on-one -on -one instruction if you really want to get to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, and if you just want to do your own thing, it's paint or in, it's yeah. paint inside or outside okay. of the lines, yeah, exactly. right? It's so awesome. it's that washy effect and everything, whatever you need. That's um, awesome. So uh, all this art talk, Gina, this drink is amazing. Speaking of a piece of art. Well, thank you. So, you know, like we're, so first of all, so when you drink this, and I, hopefully I'm not speaking at a turn, it's just like, you know, it's an icy, refreshing drink that as it sits and it gets a little bit more watery, it kind of um, gets even better. Absolutely. Um, it's funny, it's, you know, it's this time of the year where you get all these beautiful um, fruits and stuff. And I think like, you know, you don't have to hold every drink accountable just for, um, you know, what what food I'm using and at the same proportions that I give you on these um, different things, you can interchange into the cocktails to make it more localized for yourself. So like if you're in Southern Virginia right now, you would probably be doing something like, um, you know, maybe a pawpaw or something. Georgia, you, you know, switch it in and, and uh, do those uh, muscadet grapes and stuff, which would be really cool with this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like, or muscadine, 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 muscadine yeah. not muscadet. <laughs> muscadet is from France. Muscadine, they planted them in Georgia. We became muscadine because clearly none of us in this country can keep the real names. So we like to change the things that we knew. So that muscadine wine. So and that came from that bearing. I nose. love Gina's southern accent. <laughs> that's a Long Island southern. That's southern Long Island. Long, that's southern Long Island. That means like you know I'm a, I, I'm more of a, a salami kind of girl. And if I was northern yeah, yeah. Italian, it would be. I mean northern Long Island. I'd be more you know. The, the ham and turkey. <laughs> All right, that's the difference. But, we, but neither way, we'll be eating it on semolina bread, so yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Uh, I think it's beautiful. What do you think? It's so good. Honestly, it, the point that you mentioned about how, like, if the if the ice melts, it gets kind of more, it's like more integrated, you know? And as mentioned, fresh local Berries or fruit is always the the choice ingredient, right? To yeah. to flavor this drink. I think so. local and general local, yeah. local, but on a bramble, that's what you really want. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm all in. I could drink these all day. I think we should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else? Close it. Oh, we're done. All Let's right. Go to the bar. <laughs> so we know what that means. It's last call. Last call. It's last call. You don't have oh. to go home. We go to suburbia. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, 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 always, it's all about who you know. <laughs>